Welcome everybody to episode two of the Fearless Show by LLF. Episode two. I'm your host. I'm your host, Dario Hunt, aka D Hunt. And right sitting right next to me, if you're watching the video, is Darice Walker, aka artist D Walker, aka that boy nice. Say what's up. Hey everybody. Thank you for coming back. Episode two. I'm the artist, second host, and we welcome you. Alright man, let's just hop right into it. Topic I want to talk about is your creative voice. You know, I was looking back at some of my old mm. work the other day um, that I started doing for designs for shirts and the website and and whatnot. And I was just thinking to myself, I was I was kind of trash back then, man. Like a lot of my <laughs> a lot of my stuff was kind of trash back then. <laughs> Like, you know, when you come back, you, you get a little better and you look back at some of your old work and it just never looks the same as when you did. I mean, when I made it, I thought it was amazing. I thought I was the best yeah. ever. But like now when I look back, it's like, uh, I could have done a lot better, man. What do you think? <laughs> the old work. I mean, that's a hard thing to say, man. It, I mean, for me, I kind of have to think about it in terms of like, what era of the old work am I talking about? Because like... I, you know, I love art and I've been, you know, drawing since forever. So, you know, as an artist, people always ask me like, you know, like, when did you start, you know, like drawing or and like, when did you start drawing question is a lot harder to answer than like, when did you decide you were an artist? You know, like I could, I can pick it like, you know, a year on like when I decided to be an artist, but you know. Like all the so all the stuff I made before that year I picked, like I don't really consider my work, but like those are still floating around, you know. <laughs> so there's like stuff from like way back then, and I'm just like, oh man, like you can't be showing people like, oh this is what <laughs> you know, like you got to show them like my website or something, like you know. But they do, but it's still like that old work. But it's not like embarrassing. It's nice to see the comparison, like, to know that you're building, you know, like, that you didn't stop, and that you worked on that, and you thought it was good, but, you know, you, you kept working, and you made something better, so that's what's cool about old work, is that, you know, you're making moves. Yeah, you know? yeah, I, like, for me, it's a lot of my Photoshop designs, and, you know, some of my web, web uh, website designs, my early, like, layouts and stuff. Especially the ones that we started out on uh, with uh, WordPress and stuff, and it's just yeah. like back then I thought it was really amazing. Man. Everybody was telling me, "Yeah, man, it looks great, it looks great," and I was like, "Now I'm thinking, <laughs> everybody was just gassing me up, man. Everybody was just gassing me up." Because <laughs> now I look at it and it's like, uh, it was good, but it wasn't until like right now, like, I think maybe like a few months ago, till I really felt like I found like my voice and my yeah. design and like the way I like. Things to like look and, and and like a more common uh like a more common theme across all my designs mm-hmm. before it was like I was just experimenting I feel like and trying out a bunch of this and a bunch of that and a bunch of yeah. that until I finally found like okay I like things like this I like I like to start like this I like to do this I like my lines like this you know and I like my layouts right. like this and I think that took me like that took me a while man to actually get yeah. to this point like right now where I actually feel like I can look at something and be like yeah that that's me, that's how I design, like, that's how I like to approach things, you know? Right. That's a big thing for creatives, you know, and, like, what we do is, uh, we have to, like, learn ourselves, like, how we process information and how we, you know, prefer things to be. We start to develop a rhythm of sorts, you know, and then, uh, like, from that rhythm, we get to build things quicker and, you know, like, develop and, like, finding your artistic voice. Like, I know exactly what you mean. Like, finding that voice, like, what, what you're really about, you yeah. know. And, like, like it's hard to think about sometimes. Like, if you're not really sure, you just want to, like, develop a skill, then focus on, you know, that development, you know. But, like, that might eventually fall into, like, that category we are talking about, about old work and how, like, you were really proud at the time. 
but it's not, like, representative of, like, the best things that you've made in your lifetime. Not to say that you can't do something great early on, you know. Like, some of my pieces from, like, five or six years ago are still as good as some pieces I make now, yeah. but, like, not not all the pieces I made, yeah. like, five or, six, five or six years ago are, like, stacking up, you know? Like, a small percentage, you know? Like, maybe, like, 20%, if I'm fortunate enough to say so, from, like, six years ago are, like, good. But, yeah, yeah, I remember your old work, and I, and it was good. Like it, it's still good to the day. Like, I can look back and like, yeah, you were nice. Everything like ever since I can remember. But it's like just like maybe like a few years ago when you started. I think was like your cardboard and like your charcoal pieces and yeah. stuff. When you really started getting into that and and doing more of the like the black uh, black issues of black history and and like really getting into that type of thing. Like yeah. I really was like, yeah. Like, this is Doris's work, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is his voice, like, right now. Right. You know? And yeah, because it's really easy to look like everybody else, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, I want to draw a picture of Jay-Z, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or, I remember or, you was, yeah, so, yeah. You know? Like, yeah, like anything. Like, oh, I'm going to draw a picture of Kendrick Lamar. Cause yeah. That just, that just came out, Wayne you know? Wayne and Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were dope, though. Yeah. Like, they were, they're still good They pieces. were good, you know? Like, those were who I was listening to, you know? And, like, or just, like, it was out. And I thought it was, you know, cool to, like, just draw something like that. Yeah. But, you know, I'm on a higher level than drawing something cool, you know? <laughs> like, at this point, it's not about... Like, cool is almost, like, a given. It's, like, a circumstance for, mm-hmm. like, doing good work, you know? So, like, good good work is cool. Yeah, definitely is. And, I mean, like I said, the voice, it took me... I want to say in probably, like, what, two, three years since the start? Like, till like, literally just now where I really felt like when I was just going in and designing stuff and I like like the words you've said was perfect like rhythm like until I actually yeah. found my rhythm like when I'm coming in to design something or work on a piece or or piece my like add something new to the website or change something around like that really took me like a, a pretty long time man it took me a lot of experimenting a lot of trying out because before like you said I, I was just emulating a lot of stuff I was seeing until like finally I found like my my designs and how everything I, I like to do and everything's become like a lot more original, I would say, than necessarily like an yeah. emulation like I was from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, how often do you uh, like look back at your old work, some of your old pieces and stuff? Well, I mean, not very often, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. the problem is I don't have enough time to reflect on yeah. old work. Like, I'm I'm looking so far ahead yeah. that I'm I'm caught up in what I need to get done for the the future progression of this catalog of sorts, like my my work development, you know, like what what's my history look like? Yeah. And so like the work, I'm trying to like make projects that fill out something significant, like in in terms of my own like history and like a a type of legacy projected, you know. Mm-hmm. So like when I think about the old work, I th- I think about things, maybe techniques. That I learned or yeah. like refined yeah, from making definitely. something. Yeah, that's exactly what you mean. But uh, you know, in terms of the like finished product, they're like they're not they're important in a sense. Like they're kind of like at museums when so it's it's almost like the Basquiat show that the the Brooklyn Museum had, where it was just his notebook pages. Oh yeah, and not like any paintings or anything. Where like the the pieces that you develop, not to say that those weren't sometimes considered works, but like it was kind of interesting to see how like the work that the artist didn't put forward but did like in their own time on yeah. the side to like inform their better work, mm-hmm. like ended up on display like on an almost equal platform in the future. So like that's something like beyond your lifetime kind of scenario. Yeah, it's kind of like your legacy. Like, yeah, so, like, the thing is, once you, like, figure that out, you kind of start gearing yourself towards making more well-refined things that represent you, you know? Yeah, uh, like, for me, like, I have... I just I was just looking at my, my document size, and I've, I want to say, like, almost two gigs worth of just assets and stuff that I've been creating over the years, and I was like, man, I, I had no idea I had that much, you know assets of things I've actually created because you know pictures aren't that big of a size but when you 
you have to make a lot of pictures, a lot of designs to get to like two gigs, you know. So like yeah. thousands and thousands of just pieces left and right, and from maybe like three years ago and stuff that I've, I almost never look back at like my old stuff. Like, right. this stuff that I created, but I, I never get rid of anything. So the stuff I created three years ago, I still know that I will never ever use again. And I'll never even think about using yeah. again. But <laughs> right. there, but there are some pieces where I can actually point to and be like, okay, this is like a turning point for me, you know. Because this is where I learned how to do this. You know, this is how, like, my technique changed, like, how I approach things. Like, this is how I like it to look visually for, like, maybe let's say, for example, like, a badge or a button online or, like, a link. And, like, I figured out at one point on this piece right here how to do this and, like, how to how I want it to look and how I like to look in the flow of everything else I'm working on. So maybe I may not use that piece ever again, but, you know, I might go back and look at that and then, like, apply that technique to, like, my future work and, like... And just keep building off of that. So I mean, right. it's really important, you know, for me to get to 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 get to this more, like you said, more for, more refined space yeah, with my own mm. voice and stuff. But like personally, like out my work, yeah, my past week, I, I never really look back. I, it'll definitely be interesting, <laughs> yeah. like you know, you know, maybe five, ten years from now, if I'm still doing this, hopefully still doing this, you know, to look back at yeah. my stuff and be like, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, it doesn't even, I can't even recognize like where I came uh, from, you know. We'll be, we'll be like, remember episode one? No, no exactly. <laughs> remember episode two? No. <laughs> we'll be oh yeah, back, like man. just exactly, yeah, just know? like for this show, you know, it's, it's probably gonna take us a little, you know, a little while to really get our rhythm and our voices. Just yeah. you know, episode two, but you know, it's always gonna be, it's always such a fun process. You know, you don't really think about how long it actually takes you to to find your voice and your rhythm and. You know, to really point at it and be like, yeah, that that's me, and have other people point look at something and be like, yeah, that's blah blah blah. You know, that's him. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's really cool. So yeah, it's interesting. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's interesting, like getting noticed, or, like just. I mean, that's kind of what we do is like perform in an aspect, like you perform, and then like I don't necessarily perform unless I'm doing like a poetry thing or like it's specific, but. You know, like, I'm making things that I'm, like, putting on, like, a stage, per se, you uh-huh. know, like, so, like, I'm, we're, like, giving things to people yeah. in a, in a kind of generous way, you know, like, it's just, like, what you have, you know, yeah. is you. Is yeah, presenting so. yourself to everybody else, man, that's, that's what it is, and, yeah. you know, that's your voice, and, like, that's how you, your voice is, like, your drawing, your paintings, your drawings, like, that's your voice and how you can speak to other people, you know, and for me, my voice is, you know, the website and how people interact with it with it and stuff like that and you know the clothes and everything so yeah, yeah. I, I just thought it was like a really interesting thing to talk about you know my your creative voice and, and how you found it and, and you know your turning point can you point to anything that was necessarily like your turn, turning point like what made you getting to um your like your mm. your style that you're doing like right now yeah i mean you know it's all it's it's of course like a a building up of you know, a couple of things, you know, um, I think, I guess a good thing to point out was that like in undergraduate school, I was a business major for three years and then I, um, decided to switch majors. I was an art minor the whole time, but I decided to stop going to business school and, uh, go to art school instead. And, uh, that's like a really weird, like choice to make. And, I would uh, say it was a good decision though. Yeah, I mean, I'm in New York now. I don't think I don't think the life choice of staying in business would have brought me here so quickly. Uh, so, I mean, that's pretty amazing. All the connections I've made wouldn't have been possible without, you know, I guess like like this website and everything that we're yeah, doing, living life right. fearless, like making that decision. Because it's, like, really scary to, like, switch your major. Like, I'm in my junior year of college, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay. It's probably the last, go ahead and, like, the last points you want to switch, you know, what you're doing. Yeah. So I switched completely. And then um, I actually had an internship at a bank. So I, I uh, left the bank because I, I didn't want to. I just wanted to, like, cut ties with that part of my life and, like, try to focus on art. So, like, I just made the decision, like, I'm going <laughs> to guide my life towards, you know. You decided to start living life fearless, man. Yeah, man. So, once that happened, you know, it's, it's of course, a hard, hard things, but, like, it makes you stronger once you get used, like, you got through that adversity from 
making a tough decision because you just like you kind of start from scratch and different types of ways you know like I said I quit my job so like you know the, the like unemployment route for you know a little while is a little iffy as like savings deplete and all that uh, stuff yeah. you know so like you gotta you gotta like keep move, making moves you know trying out new things but you learn so much you yeah, know you definitely just do. in terms of experience alone so you know I wouldn't trade anything that I've done you know like I don't have regrets for any choices and uh yeah, like, it was really that junior year in college. I mean, before that, I was still geared towards art. Like I said, I was an art minor. But that's when I, I realized that, um, so this was, like, 2011, so about five years ago, when I full-on knew, because I, I basically realized that in order to be successful or be great at something, you have to, like, dedicate your life to that thing, you know? Like, yeah. in order to fully express yourself through that, you have to, like, really be focused on you gotta that. Take that. You got to take that leap. Yeah, so yeah. I, I was like, I just, I realized I couldn't, like, half do it, you know? Uh, I was like, if I really want to do this, I need to, I need to do it. So I did, you know, and I'm about to have my master's degree, so. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's From up. a New York, New York art school, you know, top top tenner, top ten or twenty five in the the United States, probably the world. <laughs> so, yeah, fortune favors fun. the bold, man. Fortune favors the bold. Be bold. Be, be bold. Be fearless. Um, so I just caught up on the, you know, we, last week we talked about the Grammys. Um, yeah. There were a lot of other award shows going on around this time, obviously. So today, I think we should talk about the Oscars, man. Yeah. Yeah, the Oscars. But before, oh, you know, we start getting into details, you know, we got to talk about, you know, the whole controversy leading up to the Oscars, man, you know. Right. There's a lot of, the whole <laughs> a lack lot of going on. Uh, it's a lack of, <laughs> lack of diversity. diversity. You know, let's say lack of diversity, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you get a chance to, you get a chance to watch those? Yeah, I um I got caught up. There was so much going on just like so basically the controversy starts I'm assuming it starts with Jada Pinkett Smith um addressing she's kinda, Yeah, she's kind of the voice behind it. Yeah, she basically unknowingly started a movement called uh, you know like hashtag Oscar so Oscar's white. So white. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, black Twitter goes crazy. Goes I didn't crazy. even realize there was such a thing called black Twitter. Like, I didn't realize black people had, like, such a, like, section in social media. But, oh, yeah. like, because it's so, like, culture-specific, a lot of, like, praises and, like, things come up that, like... Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we have all cultures, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our culture is very distinctive, man. Okay. Yeah, Definitely. so, you know, basically, Jada Pinkett Smith was talking about how the Oscars were basically racist because of the lack of uh, nominees. Racial, yeah. Yeah, there's exactly. like Diverse pretty much nominees. no major black nominees in any of the cat- major categories. Let's, uh, Jada, Jada boycotted Will Smith, boycotted obviously Spike Lee too, um, which yeah. he actually got, he actually kind of, he got honored too at this, at this Oscar. So that was mm. kind of, you know, interesting. And then, yeah. uh, I mean, because they're kind of mad because it's like Will, Will Smith didn't get nominated for his role in Concussion. Idris Elba uh, didn't right. get nominated for uh, Beast of Donation. I don't know if you've seen yeah. that. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I then, really want to. And then Creed, like Michael B. Jordan. Creed, and I the, couldn't believe that either. And he the didn't director, even get nominated. Yeah, and, and the director, right? The Kubler director didn't get nominated right. for that. And, and then uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, he was nominated but didn't win. Yeah, I mean, for me, I don't, I don't think it was just this one year in particular. That just everything set off. It's just been like a building up, you know. Of okay, mm-hmm. like it's just because in eighty-eight years, there's been fifteen uh, black winners in all of the categories yeah. combined. You know, so I think it's kind of just like <laughs> a, big, a big build up of uh, you know tension and. And you know, exact exasperation with how everything's going. But yeah. I mean, it was also interesting because they, you know, you have Chris Rock hosting 
the Oscars right. at the same time. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was announced way before, and you know this thing kind of blew It was up. announced way before yeah. any controversy. Chris so, Rock was the host, and then Jada Pickett says this, and then everyone goes crazy. So the timing and, couldn't be more perfect, you know? So now they're like, Chris Rock has to <laughs> has to boycott. He, he can't host now because everyone's saying the Oscars are so white, you know? <laughs> I mean, so I was, I was really interested to see, you know, what he did. Because, you know, a lot of people only know Chris Rock from, you know, Madagascar or right. Grown Ups or some of his little more uh, family-friendly type of movies. They don't know, yeah. you know, his stand-up, old Chris Rock stand-up, bigger <laughs> and blacker and stuff like that. You know, like stuff where he's pretty raw and in your face. So I was I was, I was very interested to see. And he didn't, I mean, he didn't yeah. disappoint. He pretty much... The whole show was just hammering the issue like the whole time, yeah, like man. you know, his whole opening monologue. Like, I was kind of, oh, I was man. kind of in shock that he went there. You know, like he. Uh, I wasn't sure he was just gonna <laughs> go. He's just all right. Let's dive in. Like yeah. oh, he <laughs> went all out. He he went. That was crazy. Feet first and dove right in, man. And I was kind of shocked. You know, he went there like he talked about uh, being raped and lynched and grandma hanging in a tree. And I was like, I was, I was yeah. like, yeah. There's a lot of people uncomfortable in that room, for sure. A lot of people, yeah, the awkward <laughs> silence, the awkward clapping. That's what was even crazier. Like, the moments when they did clap were kind of weird. Like, sometimes, like, I think they all, like, like just to, like, laugh, you know, because it's, it's obviously, like, a 95% white audience laughing at Chris Rock, <laughs> talking about, like you said, like, Grandma hanging in a tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, so, like, just the whole thing by itself was a little awkward. You but. definitely caught a few people in the crowd looking around to see if, you know, some of the black people were laughing, too, before they started, you know, clapping. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I was like, cool? yeah. I was like, man, you know. <laughs> they definitely didn't, you know, skirt around the issue. They they definitely went at it, like, head on. Man. They definitely went at it head on. Oh, man. The whole show had a lot of like social and you know political messages. Actually, not just oh, so about much. racial. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if if we're moving into the show, I mean, they, yeah, I mean, there was so much like activism throughout the whole show, like based like from all the uh, from nominees and performers, you know. Yeah, so. um, DiCaprio whole climate uh, change speech when he finally won. Yeah, his uh, director as well spoke about yeah um, race. And uh, so that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, um, Lady Gaga was out there for rape and sexual abuse victims for right. a song. That Tam, was a powerful uh, moment. Sam Smith did his thing for the what, LGBT, LGBT, LGBT yeah. community. You know, uh, there's a lot of a lot of activism going on this year. Right. I'm yeah, saying. that was like really really strong stuff. You know, like shout out to. <laughs> Everybody that was using the Oscars as a platform to, you know, make social issues, uh, you know, part of pop culture. That they did. I mean, you know, we had a unique voice because, you know, we're both black, obviously. And I don't think there's a lot of black people doing what we're doing right now. Um, So what do you think, like, about the whole racial diversity issue uh, in the Oscars? Um, well, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I don't think anybody would have said anything if, uh, Jada didn't say anything about it. I think it all would have kind of just Just blown over. Yeah, they're just, you know, just another year. But because it was brought up, and then because of, um, not only Jada Pinkett Smith, but, um, what's the other woman's name? Stacey Dash. Oh, uh, (laughs) Because she was uh, she was another topic, you know. So I mean, I'm not gonna. I don't even want to. Yeah, I'm not even gonna get on. Any, I'm not even dash. gonna touch that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so all of that was just making it really weird atmosphere, just to like think about racially. So it was. It's, it's almost like a, um, like a social, social like peer pressure to like you know, like, think about it racially. Like, there's there's so many situations that aren't that serious yeah. that are, are being, like, peer pressured and, like, socially antagonized into, like, being more than they are. When there's other things that are really serious that, like, don't get paid attention to. 
You know, I mean, how I think about it is like me personally, like I don't want any awards just because I'm black, or I don't want to be nominated just because I'm black. But I think it's yeah. important that you know that these things get pointed out, though, because if they don't, then it's just going to continue to happen. It's just like you can't tell me from the movies, you know, uh, between Concussion, Creed. Um, straight out of Compton, um, and, and Be- Beast of No Nation, Chirac. Uh, you can't, you can't tell me that some of those don't deserve a nomination. You know, you can't tell me that they didn't put in the work. They weren't as good. Like that's all I'm saying. Like I don't necessarily think that it shouldn't be just given out. Obviously, you know these things mm-hmm. got to be earned, but they should have the same opportunity. You know, and I, and I think that it was just. just majorly misrepresented this year um, as as well as a lot of other years obviously in 88 years mm-hmm. there's only 15 wins but it's like I think it's just important you know that, that that they did talk about it and bring it up so people actually you know actually think about it like, like I, I know a lot of people that really thought about it, like you know like actually mm-hmm. this is kind of weird that they didn't even get a nod or you know a mention you know what's, what at all, whatsoever you know throughout the whole yeah. the whole show like so like I said, I just think it's important more on the awareness front necessarily. Like people start need to need to think about it more, and you know, than necessarily mm-hmm. like I'm not saying that they should have necessarily been nominated or won. Just think about it, you know. Yeah, I think one of the most uh, powerful things Chris Rock said in his like monologues was um, like why they have. Male and female yeah. categories. Yeah. Still, you know, like that's an actual that like a good I was, point. Yeah, you know what I think it's, about. And it's an actual thing in theater. Like, there's like people, you know, because like to be separated. Like, who who had the best performance? But yeah. there's the best male lead and the best female lead. Why can't there be like a best the best lead actor? Like, because yeah. some people who are female don't like to be called actress. Yeah, like, they like to be, be called actors. They, yeah. yeah, you know. So like, there's there's an interesting consideration in that regard. Like, but it wasn't like a big joke. It was like a, a perfect, like, you know, segue for his monologue. But I thought that was like a powerful thing to like use as a metaphor. Yeah. Like the director of, uh, the Revenant said, man, can't wait till one day, you know, rate the color of my skin has no effect or has no relevance to any of the work I've, I've done, you know? So I, I feel the same yeah. way. Just, yeah, uh, like yeah, he said as insignificant as like yeah. the length of your hair, yeah. you know. Like, huh. Yeah, not yeah, that there. Was a good speech. Not there yet. Definitely not there yet. Nah, <laughs> we've got some work to do. <laughs> There's always got some work to do for sure. <laughs> Let's talk about the movies, man. Uh, you've been catching up a lot of movies yeah. this year. Yeah, I've been watching movies. Did you watch The Revenant? Since we we're talking about Leo's first Oscar, <laughs> Leo's first Oscar. Leo. <laughs> Yeah. Alright, let's just talk about this. Do you believe he deserved it this year? Uh, it was a good performance, but, but was I didn't think he was gonna win for this. I don't I think he I don't think it was Leo's best performance. And his whole career. I, I feel the same. In way. his career, I don't think it was his best performance, but I was like, Oh, that's interesting that he got it. I thought honestly, I liked um Trumbo. I thought um I have not seen that um, yet. Brian what's, Cranston. What's his name? Yeah, Brian Cranston. Yeah, I thought he could have won because Trumbo is actually a really well done story, I, I and he seen like Trumbo, yeah. carried that storyline. Yeah, you should check it out. Trumbo um, was really good. He was see. also nominated. Um, Matt Damon was nominated for The Martian. Leo for The Revenant. Brian Cranston for mm-hmm. Trumbo. Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs and Eddie Redmayne mm-hmm. for The Danish Girl. And I've only seen. The Martian and the Rev and the Revenant. Mm, yeah, I need to watch the Danish Girl, because um, it won a couple. Interesting. I think there was a supporting actress. Um, yeah, yeah, but like I said, for theater's sake and like aesthetics, I like to see how storylines unfold. Yeah, yeah, I love movies. Movies, movies behind music is definitely my favorite, probably medium, like right behind mm-hmm. music. I would smash anybody in the film trivia. If you want to challenge me, <laughs> I don't know about that one. Anytime, <laughs> nah. but the revenue. I mean, for me, like Leo, Leo's win was more of like a lifetime like 
achievement kind of thing. I felt like you know because yeah, they were all, like we need to give it to him. <laughs> he needs to find it because out of all his like performances, I don't think this was his best. But out of all his it's nominations, amazing. you know, this was. You know, I think it was about time he finally got one. You know, it was a great. It was a great movie though. I still liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad he won for sure. Yeah. So, what were some of your favorite movies from this year? Um, some of my favorite movies from this year. Let's see. I'm trying to think of what I've just recently watched. All right, let me list mine off first. Yeah, let me know what you watched. <sighs> Mad Max: Fury Road, which oh my god, Oscars. Star thing. Wars: Force Awakens. Okay, yeah. Nah, I mean on, about Star Wars, I didn't think it was. The best. I was actually kind of a little disappointed, but good or bad, yeah, it it's weird. it's Star Wars, so I'm gonna see it. I just felt like I've seen that movie before. It, it, it seemed like Star Wars trying to like get the new generation into the old movies. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Like, like hey, I feel guys, like I've, I've watch seen all it the already. old ones. Yeah, it's like I've you know, seen this like, movie <laughs> the whole time. I'm in theaters. I'm like, well, I've kind of seen this movie before. Like this is uh, yeah. this is episode four. You know, like this is kind of the same story, but right. Whatever. I I mean, it's Star Wars, so I'm happy anytime what Star Wars comes out. Creed for sure yeah. was another one of my favorites. Creed was a great one. Michael B. Jordan is movie. definitely a, was a really good guy. Movie. He's 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 good, man. Um, yeah. The Martian. I thought it was. I didn't watch that one. Oh man, you gotta it. watch that. Uh, uh, Straight out of Compton. Of course. Of course. Definitely had to see that one. Spectre. Uh, the. the James Bond movie, always fun. I didn't, I didn't get to see it. It you seemed gotta like check it out, man. It's good. It seemed gloomy. It seemed like and, really uh, weird, man. Like I don't know. I'm gonna have to check it out. It's good sure. though. It's good though. Uh, Beast of No Nation, which is talking about gloomy. Mm-hmm. Go watch Beast of No Nation. <laughs> yeah, true. That movie. Yeah. I need to check that out. You like get I hit. said, get depressed a little bit. Go, go watch the room too. That's pretty gloomy. Yeah, the room. Um, and X Machina. Shout out. X Machina. I haven't seen that either. Oh man, good. Mm-hmm. It is good. <laughs> it was yeah. good. Hmm. That's pretty crazy. See the ones I haven't seen. Steve Jobs. I haven't seen that one. Um, I Joy. Seen I haven't seen Joy. The one with Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, um, Concussion. I haven't seen either. Before Smith. I haven't seen it either. So I can't really say if you deserved it or not. Uh, Trumbo. I haven't seen that was a really good movie and I haven't seen well The Hateful Eight man not yet oh my god The Hateful Eight <laughs> ladies and yet, gentlemen man. The Hateful Eight Ah oh, man actually that was a great that was a great show um I feel like I have the ooh speaking of The Hateful Eight so I went to the movie they give you this they gave me this when I went to the the theater yeah <laughs> See, I, yeah it's like a like a handout you get like there's like behind the scenes footage and Word. stuff so like it was a it's like an opening so I went to the opening thing. yeah I yeah I went to like uh the when they had it in theaters it's on a special film that they um what is it like seventy millimeter I believe but uh the film yeah yeah yeah, the film hadn't been that technique hadn't been used in, in a while, like since like the fifties or sixties. Yep. So, like it's a it's an extra wide format. So it's basically like like the film can shoot three or four times what a regular mm-hmm. film format would shoot. So it like shoots these really high quality, vivid like wide shots, but in film instead of digital. So. Um, yeah, it's crazy. He made it this really cool thing. It has a intermission, which is awesome. Because <laughs> it's a long Yeah, I got I definitely, I definitely need to, you know, go check it out. Because I love Tarantino. He's probably my favorite director. Either him or mm-hmm. him, uh, Spielberg, and um, Scott are some of my favorite ones. But he probably mm-hmm. my favorite because he has my two favorite things: gratuitous violence and amazing dialogue. Yeah. Right. So yeah, definitely yeah. Tarantino, I love his his storylines, his narratives are always a little quirky, but you know, a little historic. His, like we just talked about, man. His, you know, you know a Tarantino movie. You know that's his voice. You know a Tarantino mm-hmm. movie when you see it. Like, and I love that about you know uh, direct great directors. You know they always have like their voice. You can always 
pick out a film just by watching it. Like, yeah, that's his movie, you know? Yeah, definitely. So the big winner of the night was Joy. Uh, not Joy. Well, I'm saying Joy. Um, Mad Max. Spotlight. Spotlight. One oh, picture. Spotlight. Spotlight. Yeah, that's right. That was a surprise, actually. The, but well-deserved. Yeah, but one of the, probably the upset of, you know, the whole show. Yeah. That was at the end of the Oscars, too. That was the last, like, isn't that the last award? It was the last award. Have you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> No, I didn't get to watch. Like I, I listened, uh, but I didn't get to like watch the like front to back of the Oscars. So I watched like clips and sections. Uh, did you and, get to uh, see the no the movie Spotlight? Oh, the movie Spotlight. Um, no, it's I haven't watched Spotlight. Catholic yet. priests raping little boys in Boston. Right. I've actually watched some interviews and like talks about it, but I haven't watched the film yet. And I from watched what I've heard, it was important. Day. To raise awareness, um, but I don't know much more about it. I watched it the other day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What is your take on the best picture <laughs> this year? I disagree completely. <laughs> yeah. I, it's not a bad. It. It's not a bad movie. Obviously. What, um, what should have won cast. over that? For me, movie of the year was yeah. the Big yeah. Short. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you seen? Did you did you get to catch that yet. one? Oh my god, no. it's good, man. So that's the best. So I gotta watch that tonight. Then I'm gonna watch that right yeah. after we. That <laughs> that uh, for me was a very very good movie. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a. I mean, these are facts. You know, it's like kind of a historical movie. Like these are true life facts. Obviously, with you know some added stuff here and there, but it was the way they filmed it, the way they had set it up, and. You know Steve Carroll uh, in the in the role. Like, it is it's it's a good movie, man. It, check it out. It's it's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's probably you know more depressing than most other movies that have come out, just because this yeah. is really what's going on, you know. And it's like mm-hmm. eye opening, kind of, you know, because it's talking about it, it. Somehow made talking about the financial crisis and housing and how the housing market works and made it like into mm-hmm. an interesting story, you know. That yeah. you need to watch, and it's you. Can, you just need That's to watch cool. it, man. It, it's for me. That was the movie of the year, but nice. Spotlight's not bad. Mm. I just would not have yeah. voted for it as best picture. Right. It was definitely a yeah. surprise. Definitely. A surprise. Oh, and speaking of like music, as a segue, uh, the best uh, what was it original song? So uh, Sam Smith beat Lady Gaga <clears throat> in the in the Oscars for original and song. and beat The Weeknd. And beat the week, yeah, which is, I mean, deserved. I mean, plus the performance, which was crazy, you know. But I haven't seen the film that the song was recorded for. I'm gonna tell you something. I hate that song. <laughs> you hate that song. I hate that song. <laughs> that is I mean, to me the worst. And I love Sam Smith, but that is to me the worst 007 song they've come out with ever. Sam Smith song, man. I'm watching. Uh, I, I I literally remember this. I was surprised when I heard that because I didn't see the Oscars right when that came out. So I was surprised when I heard yeah. that it won. Because I was just sitting in theaters, <laughs> watching. You know, getting excited to watch Spectre, and they're playing this song at the beginning, and I'm just like, normally I'm excited because you know James Bond always the same thing. You always go to see yeah. if there's a new actor. You always go right. see who's the new villain. You always go see right. who's the new Bond girl. And you always go mm-hmm. want to hear the new 007 song. And yeah. then they started playing this, and I'm just like, oh my god, it was terrible in theaters. It had it doesn't go oh. it doesn't go with the movie. It just does not. And wow. it's just like for me, I don't think it should have won. But congrats Oof. to Sam Smith, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I kind of think Lady Gaga should have won that one, but whatever. Uh, or even I mean, the weekend, just somebody. Or even the weekend, yeah. I mean. The weekend could have won a lot of stuff this year that he didn't get. He definitely got snubbed. But I just want to talk about some of the other snubs. Like, Straight Out Compton doesn't get any nominations. Uh, yeah, man. How's, that's crazy. How's like, that? That's possible? such a that's, great biopic. That's like, probably the best biopic I've ever seen, maybe. You know, like, ever. so historically accurate. Like, And it was a so good movie. Well like, it was just a good movie. It was a good movie, yeah. Like,. It Everything about it was broke so many records for movies like that. Like it's it was one of the biggest movies of the year and gets no recognition whatsoever. 
it's kind of yeah. I mean they got the they got a nomination I think for screenwriting that's it but it's just kind of like how does mm. how does that happen and how is Beast right. and like Beast of No Nation completely like absent from the show too like to, just that's go watch crazy. the movie man like yeah uh, like I said I, I don't I don't know and Idris Elba once you go see it you'll be like how was he not nominated for something you know how I mean, he's an amazing actor. actor. He's an amazing actor. So, I mean, I like all the stuff he does, you know. (laughs) So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, maybe hopefully his next project he gets something. I think he's like an underrated actor, actually. I would love to see him be the next James Bond. Yeah, Idris Elba for James Bond. Do it. Make it happen. That would be so... LLF supports Idris Elba for James Bond. That would be... Come on. Like, that's, like, better than... You know what? I'm not going to say better. Okay, I'll say better than Pierce Morgan. <laughs> Just to make it kosher, because it was a while ago. You mean Pierce, Pierce Morgan. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Morgan is the... Is it Pierce the, Brosnan. I said <laughs> yeah. Morgan. Oh, yeah, Pierce, Pierce Morgan's, Brosnan. Uh, yeah, the that's TV hilarious. host, the reporter, whatever. Pierce Morgan. That's hilarious. I can't believe I got them confused. Well, how many guys are named Pierce that you know? Only Not those many. two. Like, I mean, only those two. But one thing but I will so. take away from this Oscars, my one of my favorite movies of the year, Mad Max, got six six wins. It what? had the most wins of the show. One of my favorite um one of my favorite movies of the year, Mad Max got six wins mm. at the Oscars. That I'm happy about. I love that movie. Yeah, big wins. Mad Max was blowing up. That the was story, a good movie. I was surprised. It's a, it's a genre film, man. It's like a sci-fi mo- movie, and those movies typically yeah. get no love from the Oscars, and they got right. all types of love from the Oscars. I was really surprised that it wasn't really about Mad Max, but it was. Like It was like sort of like a life, in, it was like a day in the life of situation, almost, I mean, it seemed like. If you're looking at story, the story is kind of Honestly, the story's really not there. Like, there's not a whole lot of story. It's it's one big, yeah. awesome car chase, right? And yeah, it's awesome in the desert. And it's awesome. And it's awesome. The yeah, visuals yeah. are insane. Like that whole th- the whole storm. Like when they first go through the storm, like oh, mm-hmm. I love it. But the story's right. not existent. The story's not existent. And the director from uh, the Revenant, the second consecutive year in. Year in a row, he's won Best uh, Director. Mm. Last year, he won yeah, that's for right, Birdman. Too. Last year, he won for Back Birdman. Back and forth. They're both really good movies. I liked Birdman. You like Birdman? Did you watch that? I did. I thought it was creative. Just like, I, honestly, what it was is hard going for me on? to watch the first time. <laughs> and then I watched it again, and then I was, I got it. Like it was, it was Honestly, I wasn't prepared for it the first time I, I was watched just it. Like, I was just like, what the hell is going on right now? This <laughs> it's is really, the movie of the year. Uh, hey man, that was a good movie. That was, was like that was some that was some like Broadway meets tele like movies. Meets, it was like, it was it, like, was, a, it was an interesting movie. I would say that. Yeah, it was an interesting. It was movie. But, and then his uh, what is it? I think his sound guy Emmanuel um, Lebeski. He worked on Birdman mm-hmm. too. This is his third consecutive one. Um, he oh won, man. He won for gravity. He won for gravity two years ago, then Birdman, and then this year the Revenant. I think it's sound. I'm not exactly sure the character, but he was third straight. That's right. Well, shout out to him too, making making movies sound excellent. <laughs> Very important. Speaking Very about sound, sound. what you've been listening to this week, man? Sounds this week. Let's see. I mean, it's kind of weird to say, but um. No, it's not that weird. I've been listening to a bunch of random stuff. I was listening to some metal music just yeah. because I got into the... I got, Yeah, there was like a day when I was feeling metal. So there's like a couple bands that have some like new music out. I mean, you uh, got the hair for it, man. Yeah, I mean, but uh, it's so weird. Like, I feel like I feel like a teenager saying these like band names. Because they're <laughs> like, you know, like one's called like... Uh, um, Rotting Christ. Rotting Christ. <laughs> the ba- yeah, that's the band's name. <laughs> they have a new uh, album out. I've never heard of it, but okay. I know, hey, but they, they have a new album out. Um, oh, man. What's it? Somebody else 
I forgot their names, but yeah, there's a couple metal new albums, so look up metal. like metal if you're a metalhead. But then there's some other stuff I was listening to. Surprisingly, David Banner put out a mixtape like promoting his album coming Did out it? for May. Yeah. So he has I an know. album called The God Box that's coming out in May. He released a mixtape called Before the Box with a couple of songs that he released um, within the last like year or two that like allude to what it'll sound like and then like a bunch of new tracks. So um, My Uzi is on there, the one with Big Crit. That's probably one of my favorite songs. But other than that, it's honestly, I'll just say you need to check it out. Like, like Dario, check it out. I don't know <laughs> if it's everybody's flavor. It's like a really, so like, if you think about Beyonce's formation video, how it yeah. was just like a bunch of un- unapologetically like black aesthetics and yeah. stuff like that. That's it's it's kind of like his mixtapes like that, but a little bit more in your face. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've so, heard from Banner in a while, man. Yeah, no. What's what's funny when I listen to it, um, and then somebody else listened to it at a different time. We were describing it, but we used the same like phrase, and it was uh. It was like conscious trap music. <laughs> there was a couple like songs that like sound like trap, but like with like this conscious like overtone, like where it's like it's he doesn't really cuss that much, and he's like saying like you know like trying to like empower the people kind of yeah, yeah. phrases, but like he is saying some like controversial stuff here. Kind of like sound like some Killer Mike, man. Mike sound like kind of like Killer yeah. Mike <laughs> for real. Well, I haven't but, been as hardcore as, you know, conscious trap music or uh, metal. Honestly, I've been listening <laughs> to uh, Justin Bieber, man, has gotten back into oh. my, to my playlist this week, man. Game time. I Yo, am, you sure you're not going to get any, like, flack for that on the team over there? Listen, like, <laughs> the whole team listens to the purpose. I am a believer now. Oof. And believers, all you believers the out album, there, the album is amazing. What can I say? Bieber, what can I say? <laughs> the album's amazing. Go check it out if yeah. you have not heard it. It's it's amazing. And these right. talented I man. I still haven't given it a time yet. Look, I need to. I got it to. I I need to. Two three years ago, I like uh, Justin Bieber. Hell no, no way. You think it's? Do you think it's better than? Uh, <laughs> it's but a weird now, comparison, but do you think it's better than like? JT's uh, Justin Timberlake's like no, future no, sex no, love no, sounds no, or something no, like that. No, he's not like there it's yet. a classic. No, like, no. <laughs> but in his own way, it's definitely very, very good. Like, look, he may seem like a douche, but he probably is a douche in real life. But he's he's talented as hell. He's talented. Yeah, man. I, I just saw a all. music video that I I just didn't agree with. Like, <laughs> but, but if you were his know. age at fifteen, getting that type of money and fame, <laughs> you'd probably be a douche uh, too, man. You would have to watch the video and you would get it. I don't remember the song, so I can't even speak on it specifically. But <laughs> It was a bunch of, like, white girls in, like, just hip-hop, like, Timberlands and, like, booty shorts. And they were, like, shaking their ass, like, to this song. But it was just them in, like, like shouting out the, like, hood, but, like, with no black people in it. On, and man. it was really weird. And I was like, Justin Bieber, what is this? He's from Canada, he, man. Give him a pass. I mean, come on, man. He hangs out with Drake and he knows Usher and Timberland's making his beats too. He needs Drake's to, he not needs a good and not a good uh, you know, influence either. He's from Canada too. Uh, I know. Drake is, yeah. you know, uh, he's a wheelchair <laughs> Jimmy forever and always. Oh uh, man. Other than that, man, I've been listening to a lot of Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Old school Foo Fighters, man. They're That's actually one of my favorite bands mm. probably ever. So nice. Yeah, she's not actually the their lead singer had a he did a uh, he did a tribute song to in the in memoriam you know segment they do every year for the Oscars about actors they mm. lost and he did the tribute yeah. song to that. Oh, I think about that okay. Dave Grohl, they had the lead singer. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. twenty twenty eighty eight. That's the other one I listened to. With uh, Big Sean and Janae Aiko. Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds dope. Anything Janae yeah, Aiko it does, was, yeah, it's dope. honestly a go-to. Yeah. I would say listen to her music. She's not mainstream. She's like 
an underground she's, artist. Yeah, she's very good though. But she like basically just because she doesn't want to like sell out to a label, she just wants to make music. So she's she's amazing. So, she's a great artist. So if you're listening to this, things to go check out this week. Justin Bieber, Purpose. All right, let's wrap this up. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, things let's to wrap check this out up. this week. Uh, but thank you everybody to listening to episode two of the episode Fearless two. Show um, as always, you know, you are invited to our online community, which is in open development right now. You can check that out at livinglifefearless.com or l-l-f.co or livinglifefearless.co. Um, <laughs> you can check out the blog, too. We have a lot of updates and, you know, we'll post, obviously, the podcast and everything that we got going on. You can check out our roadmap and everything we got going on in the future at beboldbefearless.co.co. And if you want to, you know, give us any topic suggestions, you have any comments about this week's show, if you want to talk about the Oscars, what you thought about that, you know, talk about how long it took you to find your creative voice, and if you found it, blah, blah, blah. Or you have any questions, you know, you can do that at, also at bboldbefearless.co and go to podcast and submit the form. Or you can just email us directly at podcast at livinglifefearless.co. Um... Also, before every um, episode, we have a song intro. Um, last week mm. was Access, our collaborator. Um, yeah. If you have any, if you're a musician or you know any musicians who like to have their music featured, you know, before an episode, you can also email us and, you know, we'll pick the best ones and do that every week. Um, no. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, LLF, obviously, um, Instagram, everywhere. At IMD Hunt. Where can they find you, Mr. Darius Walker? Yeah, you can find um, the artist D Walker. That's my handle on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. It's Real D Walker. I am the Real D Walker. So just look up Darius Walker. It's easy Google, you know. Check out my website, actually. If you want to see my art and see what I was talking about with my new stuff and how it's developed. No, because Dario mentioned it. It's DereeseJWalker.com. Okay. Shout out. LLF. And like always, you know, we implore you to, if you are a creative person or a creative brand or you know any creative people or creative brands, to, you know, check out LLF, our online community of trying to build up. It's an open development. It's for all creative type of people where you can come, connect, showcase your work, um, support each other. You know, discover some cool, amazing things happening around you, and you know, and let's, and you know, it's for creative people by creative people, basically. And you just check it out. We put a lot of work into it. Um, and also, if you want to support us, and you know, um, through our apparel, you can also do that at llfstyle.co. I'm actually wearing throwback LLF Raglan right here. Yeah. Darius has the black fearless, our new black fearless shirts on his uh, shoulder. Mm-hmm. And we also offer Heather Gray ones and beanies this week. So, you know, join in the conversation, join in the community. Love to hear from you guys. Till next time, till next week. Peace. Till next time. And keep living fe- life fearless. Keep living life fearless and come back. <laughs> <laughs>